Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Wilde, but you know that by now. So today is going to be a bit of a special episode. We're going to dive down into one of our favorite games. We thought we'd cover Dark Souls this week, as we just love it. It's just good, isn't it? It's just really hard. <laughs> we hope you like this episode. We understand it's going to be a bit different than our usual episodes, but we hope you enjoy that. Feel free to let us know what you think of this episode. Maybe we could do some more games, or if you have any suggestions of games you'd like us to deep dive into in the future, let us know. We'd love to take a listen. So without further ado, let's get into it. Light that flame. Rekindle those bonfires. Smash that humanity. It's time for Grief Burrito. Grief Burrito Podcast. They got face cams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. Face tracking. Everything like a little square moving around. Whoa. Holy Tasty. shit. It's our fancy new equipment. Is it new? Uh, no, not really. Kind of new. So today, we thought we'd do a bit of a deep dive into a game, didn't we? Yes. Yes. One of our favorite games, which is Dark Solios. That's they call <laughs> it's it. It's not like it. the cereal. That's what they, yeah. That's <laughs> what they call it in Italy. I'm just tightening my microphoneo. <laughs> Stop adding Onio. <laughs> Sorry. I actually didn't look any up any game news um, or movie news for today. I saw something along the lines that I think it was either Twitch or YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the higher-ups are letting people, like famous people, get away with shit all the time, but still enforcing stuff. On lower ends. Yeah. Dicks. So, but that's someone who's relatively high up in the company came yeah. out and said that. Um, I don't have a source, unfortunately. <laughs> I read it the other day and now I can't find it. So, it's all right. Unless it was a dream. It was all a dream. All a spooky dream. Spooky dreams. All yeah. I know, I saw that Twitch have been banning people for showing their feet yeah. on the camera. <laughs> Twitch Rory is a bit weird. There was a big female streamer who showed a dick by accident like on uh, Discord. Really? And then got away with it. Despite How did it you by accident show you dick? They were scro- scrolling through and someone posted like a dick pic. Oh, right. Uh, okay, and then right. like it came it was up and like, <gasps> oh God, <laughs> a female. Yeah, 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 that's she showed her dick. She showed her dick. I thought you said she. And that's yeah. why I was like. It's out of a collection. Yeah, She's yeah. got a wide range of dicks. What you're selling? <laughs> what you're what, buying? What are you buying, stranger? I've now put that meme to an image now because I'm playing it. Oh, mate. I yeah. love that game. It's really, I'm really, so glad you're playing really it. It's really good fun. Yeah, I'm up to... Where am I now? I've just got the girl, and we're sort of trying to escape after the siege of the little house. Ashley. Yeah. And then you're there with... Whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. Mr. Spanishman. Mr. Spanishman. Spanishman. Mm. I forgot his name. I genuinely... Uh, it's, it, I feel like it begins with an R, but it definitely doesn't. Romeo. Rodriguez. Raspal... Yes. Utin. Yes. <laughs> Raspayutin. Raspayutin. Other than that, that's all I've seen. Uh, I do need to give a shout out before we start to at Annie the Artist One on Twitter. Get your burrito. And she got some really, really cool art as well. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a, she's a new listener. She's been watching us on YouTube. Bam, straight to you. It's nice to connect with new people on there. Yeah, it is nice. As soon as you get a comment and you're like, hi, hi. how's it going? I've got friends. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. just want me with my voice and my face. My, my creamy, creamy face. That's like, leave the face. Leave the face. <laughs> just the voice. Take it She's back. like, oh God, turn the camera off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. Right, so should we get into it? Yeah, man. So we're going to be covering Dark Souls. As we said. Yeah. Do you want to start or shall I? Uh, I'll I'll take it if you want. Yeah, go for it. So, for those of you who aren't aware of what Dark Souls is, Dark Souls is one of the best games ever created, in my humble opinion. Humble? Which is, is not humble. It's just me being like, it's okay. fucking good. I am right! <laughs> um, but it's... It's like a gothic RPG. So it became kind of a gaming phenomena, which I think you pointed out. It's like in a time now where everything's kind of yeah. handholdy. Yeah. It just didn't do that. You got freed from the cell and it's just like, go for it. Mm-hmm. And there's a few like text things on the floor. And that's it. You're just kind of thrown into this massive world. But it's so big that it spawned a bunch of like spin-offs. Yeah, it has. Yeah. So it originally started with Demon Souls, which I never finished. I didn't really like it that much. I've um, never played it. I want to try it, not. though. No. I think it's PS3 only, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, well, 
PS3 is like 30 quid. It wasn't even supposed to be UK or America. Was it just Japan? It was, it was supposed to be because the people deemed it that bad that they were going to just try and stop it happening. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, cancel it all. No, but because I can't remember what it, what, the reason why. It was something to do with the thing is the PS3 is region free. Is it? Yeah, so I people started know. importing it okay. and playing it that way. So I think the Chinese copy had English subtitles in it. So people were playing it that way. Right. And then it became a sort of like cult sensation. Yeah. Um, and they, well, they sort of jumped on it from there and just sort of ran it on us. But we'll get more into that when we get into the yeah. main so chunk. So with that, it inspired loads of spin-offs and stuff like that. So it had, uh, we had Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Dark Souls 2 is a piece of shit. We'll ignore that. Um, then we it. had... You should. Um, you mind it. You mind yourself. Oh, ow. <laughs> so they then did uh, Bloodborne, mm-hmm. which is a more gothic-y... It's like a witch hunt or a monster hunting game more than anything. Yeah, it's like Victorian England, it yeah. feels like, if you haven't played it. And then you've also got Sekiro, Shadows yes. Die Twice, which Sekiro. is like a ninja game. Samurai. Which is, samurai. Well, no, you, you play as a ninja. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shinobi. You don't, you don't play as a samurai because they were like, no, it's too constrained. Too constrained. And They're then we'll on just the chop his arm off. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's then made companies like make games like Lords of the Fallen, The Surge. The Surge 2 is coming out. Oh, is it? Yeah. I started the first one of the week. It's, it's all right. It's not bad. But yeah, it's just, it became this incredible, like, kind of vacuum it just sucked in all these different games mm-hmm. and just went we don't we don't want to do anything like this no, and no. spat it all back out and did their own thing and it's well, it amazing created a genre didn't it exactly Souls-like. yeah Souls- um is it Soulsborne? Soulsborne. Yeah, yeah Soulsborne games yeah which is it's, it's an awesome way to do it to be honest i mean it's, yeah like you said i'm glad it doesn't hold your hand it's, it's a breath of fresh air and i think it feels like the older games we were used to as kids where you know what i mean so. Would you say it's a breath of the wild? Oh, <laughs> yes, I would. I'm so sorry. Yes. I, I can actually apologize to you. That's just off. what I call my own breath. Because, yeah, Harrison Wild. Last name's oh. Wild. Like, <sighs> breath wow. Wild. Fuck, you love Nintendo as well. I love it. Yeah, All too about much. Nintendo. No, well, I don't, yeah. How, yeah. How yeah. many times do you say you've beaten Dark Souls? How many times? Probably five or six. I'm, I'm upwards of ten. Really? Yeah. How many times? Yeah, it's. Uh, I've did it twice on YouTube with Josh and Joel. Really? Yeah, man. That yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, it got a bit much. <laughs> a bit much yeah. We were like, yeah. "What should we play after this?" Do you want to play Dark Souls, Dark Souls again? again? Yeah, Let's just keep doing it. Yeah, but it's it's genuinely one of my favorite games. I, if it's the only game I've ever completed mm-hmm. where it's like the adversity of overcoming that yeah. was enough for me to be like, "That was incredible." Yeah, yeah. No, it is. You That's feel the so nice thing about the challenge. Yeah, the challenge so good when you because I mean you you'll stand there. I've literally stood in front of my TV, crouched, shouting at it, sweating, fighting a boss. <laughs> and just been like, fuck, no, no. And then yeah. finally beating it. And I just like jumped up at the TV and I'm shouting like, just like fuck you. Because I've done it. And I nearly broke my ankle when we finished really? on YouTube for the first time. I jumped and landed wrong because I beat really? Gwyn. Oh, and I nice. fucking landed weird. I couldn't stand properly for a couple of like, maybe like two hours. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, but it's, that's how excited you get when you finally beat it. Yeah, man. It's genuinely the best... It is one of the best games in, in its genre, mm-hmm. even though it's its own genre. It is the best thing out there. It becomes a bit of an obsession. Like you said about the, the adversity thing I've got here, like it becomes a weird obsession with the advancement over the adversity. Yeah. So you become addicted to getting past the really I challenging need that parts. next bonfire. Yeah, yeah. Like I can hear it. It's like, oh, <laughs> you hear that little sound, don't you, where the bonfire is? Oh, two giants. That is the worst. Uh, you know exactly where it is, but you can't fucking see. Yeah, and then you've got all those black. dog things come in. They're, the, they're the, some of the hardest enemies in the whole they're, game. It's because they just fucking... Oh, sorry, I was nearly said ledged because I've been playing for Ledged. Honor. They just ledge you. Yeah. So they're just like, bam. And yeah, just and like, straight off. <laughs> Shit. Wahoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're getting some history. Uh, yeah, from man. software. So like where they okay. started. Because I, I don't think you'd, you'd seen this bit. From Software actually began with the founder. He's called Nawatoshi Jin. Sorry, I had to look over my notes for that because it's a complicated name to say. Having a motorcycle accident. And yeah, I know. This is how Is that where the over, overcoming adversity yeah, comes in? So I need to get over these broken legs, dragging myself back home. He used his insurance money to start up a software company. Okay. That was the whole thing. Like he, th- he was like, I'm sick of what I'm doing. I'm going to start my own company doing this. And initially, they, they actually used to make software for offices and farming agriculture. Okay. So they were most well known for making software that would feed pigs. That's genuinely what... Th- I think that, that might be why there's pigs in all the games, actually. 
that could be it, yeah. Yeah, because the pigs are always really hard to kill. There's this weird thing about these enemy pigs that will kick the fuck out of you any chance they get. A lot of ones in two. Yeah, they're so hard to kill. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to kill them. They're just there. But yeah, you can yeah, lead one easy. and make them grow, can't you, or something? It's like a hidden I, thing. What? You get a secret item. I had no idea. Yeah, see? Doesn't oh. like Dark Souls 2, doesn't even know about it. But shut up. <laughs> I beat it. Yeah, whatever, mate. I hated Don't minute. believe you. Don't believe you. So... What, so do you think the kind of accident was a wake-up call that he needed to make a change? Yeah, I think so. And that's like, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah. Because that's, that's really good. Yeah, I mean. it is. It's, it's nice having that sort of change of momentum. Um, and then after from there, it was some of his employees had started getting using Maya. And I don't know if it was Blender at the time, probably 3DS Max, and started making 3D models. And they were like, why don't we start trying to make something to do with games? Because the industry, by that point, had started getting big. Nintendo was sort of big. Sega was big. And PlayStation was on the route to come out. Yeah. And they decided that when PlayStation started asking for third-party games, so this was, um, I'm not sure what year that would have been, actually. Well, they, they put forward Kingsfield. Like 93, 4? Yeah, probably Maybe. later 94, 95. I 96, think. 97, 97, even. 98. We're in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. They, uh, so they started putting their own game together, which was Kingsfield, which I've never played. I don't know if you've played it. I, I've seen videos of it, yeah. which it, is it's weird. Yeah. Ooh. It's kind of clunky. So it's, yes. it's first person, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a first person RPG. So more down the route of like oblivion. Like it reminds me of legend of Grimrock. I never played that. It's like a tile-based RPG dungeon crawler. Oh, right. Yeah, probably pretty similar to that then. And they went on from there and they actually made Armored Core, which was they were most famous yeah, for. Yeah, I didn't realize that was them. Yeah, they made a lot of Armored Core games. That they, they successfully churned out every year, I think. There was quite a lot of Armored Core games. And that then surprises on to... me. Oh, well, I guess Gundams are quite big in Japan, which is from software. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. That's like... Whereas it never really it's... took off in the West. Not really. What, the, the Gundam games? Or just Gundam in general. Because like I no. I I know what Gundam is. But we had, that's we got Gundam spend a lot of time on the internet. Yeah, yeah. But wap in it. Wap. Wap. Over Gundam. Yes. Do they have dicks? Probably. I don't know. Okay. No, I'm not gonna Google. If you Google it, you will find it. So Yeah. yeah. Rule thirty four, bitch. Yep. Um so that it's weird that it never took over off over here, despite things like JRPGs. So yeah, they always thought, did. Mm. I always thought that Gundams are more accessible because yeah. it's basically Transformers that don't transform. Yeah. So it's just robots. It's just robots. That's more accessible to me than mm-hmm. Japanese role-playing games, which are much more intense. Yeah, there's they a lot more a learning lot more behind them. But yeah. I wonder if that's what the people that play JRPGs... Get the is, obsession. Yeah, is it something they pick up on and that's it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Is that the way it works? Probably. Oh, shit, sorry. There's, I mean, there's always been, always been the weebs. <laughs> yeah. yeah the weebage those filthy gaijin loving all of the uh, yeah. Japanese culture so I'm I think people, I'm a weeaboo people just get obsessed <laughs> with that kind of thing yeah um, and then they went on from Armored Core to make Demon Souls which wasn't like we said it wasn't the biggest success yeah. initially afterwards it was when it when it came to America and it sold like 75,000 units in the first week yeah which was at that point, when games weren't that big, that was a, a really, really big deal. Yeah. Um, so, with with the games, if you've not played Demon Souls, or if you have played Dark Souls, mm-hmm. Demon Souls is basically Dark Souls, but it's just a little less polished. Yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, because it is older, it shows its age way worse than Dark Souls does, because Dark Souls mm-hmm. is way more stylized. It is, yeah. It's got a similar art style still. Yeah, it's on the same vein. The movements all pretty similar. It's just a bit. It seems a bit gloomier. So the mm-hmm. dark, like it's more like browns and greys. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's it's a lot darker from what I saw. I mean, Hidetaka Miyazaki, which is the the creator. I don't know if you keep punching the mic. I'm would sorry. he be the creator? I don't know if he is the creator, but he's the director. Sorry, creative director. Yeah, maybe. creative director. That's the term. He joined during the time of Demon Souls. Okay, and. He was. He joined it when that game was pretty much a sinking ship. Like it, it wasn't going anywhere. As far as that point, people who played it, they said it was the worst thing they'd ever played, and it wasn't going to come out. Sweet Jesus! Yeah, it was bad apparently. So he he joined this project in a way that was. Um. Well, there's a quote from him that I've got written here that he said it didn't matter if my ideas failed, as the game was already a failure before I got there. So he wasn't asked yeah. about tr- changing it and turning it into what he wanted to do. Yeah. If it 
if it sank, it was sinking anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So he had some pretty radical ideas. Um, like the difficulty. Particularly yeah. that. Like it wasn't planned to be that hard. Um, but that was what elevated it. People liked the challenge. And then from there, they moved into Dark Souls, sort of adding on that idea. They, He was asked uh, by quite a lot of interviews if they were going to do another Demon Souls first. Um, and he, he'd said that, I'd love to do that, but I am just a worker in a company. At that point, he wasn't a big creative director. Yeah, he directed one game, but he wasn't like, now he's the president. Um, or the standing yeah. standing president for now, I think, after another company bought from software. It's so weird how that works. How I know, like, it just got jumped you, up. If you release like an incredible game and have like a great input to it, mm-hmm. you literally just get promoted to anywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It is, it's really, really Imagine it if is. any other company was like that. I know. <laughs> it's great for him. Like he's like fair play to him. Yeah, man. He he quit his day job and took an eighty percent pay cut to do that. That's insane. Yeah, could you picture ever doing that? No, no. no. 80% is a big pay cut. Yeah, man. That's like four-fifths. Yeah, four-fifths. Maths. <laughs> Maths, baby. <laughs> Ow! Yeah. Um, I, I, I was curious as to why they didn't call Dark Souls Demon Souls 2. Because it's essentially the spiritual successor. But it's because Sony owns the right to it. Is it? Yeah, they, they couldn't oh, release... Wow. It and call it demon <laughs> just swap one word yeah. just to fuck them up they could call it demon soul yeah or demon's soul well don't they both have patches in every single from software game has patches good day really? except armored core yeah <laughs> every single one every single one you can picture him in like this giant mech suit you look reasonably yeah, sane great yeah Wait. it just looks like him hey there look down this hole oh he kicks you off yeah spoilers so they released this in i think it was 20 no, it must have been 2010 from software announced that they were working on the next sort of secret game uh, that they'd titled Project Dark. So no one knew what it was. I, I think people at that point maybe were thinking like Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Like they were thinking that was rare, maybe it was, right? It was rare. Yeah, that was. Unless, yeah, maybe they could have got the license though. Possibly. Yeah. Because yeah. they did do a sequel later on, didn't they? But in February 2011, uh, Dark Souls was formally announced that it was not going to be a sequel to Demon's Souls. From the announcement they actually stated it was going to Xbox 2 and it wouldn't just be a PlayStation exclusive. So they got out of that by making it um, yeah. a different game entirely, which is fucking great. Thank the sun. Yeah. Otherwise we would have never fucking what? played it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have anyway. No, because it was the prepare to die edition they did afterwards as well, wasn't it? That With was the, the, DLC. the DLC. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's such a good looking box art. That yeah. Artorius. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Everyone fucking loves Artorius. He's such a cool character. Artorius. <laughs> He's a baby, notorious. <laughs> His broken gammy arm yeah, flailing he's about, flapping about, and he slaps you with it, doesn't he? When you fight him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to see that. I'm sorry, I keep forgetting the camera's, the camera's on. on. <laughs> anyway, we might not release the camera. This might just be for you, Patreon specially oleos. Oh, yeah. So only you guys can see this. Do you see what this is? Audio guys, you can see this. Now you might be able to tell. <laughs> it's an apple. So some questions now. Has what's your favorite food? Apples. <laughs> you have like a million of them. I've got loads. Why I've got do you a bag of apples that's been left in my bag since last week. Why oh. do you keep buying so many? Tell them why. I just love pink ladies, all right? I mean, you mainly go to get one, right? I try to go at one, and then they only sell them in packs of six. So I have to get six at a time. I'm too appled out. <laughs> just like, I was like, oh, you bought more apples. I'm like, nope, these are the same from last time. Same apples. Like, <laughs> Shit. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Sweaty in the bag. Yeah. Yes. Should we get back to Dark Souls? Yeah, go on then. Okay. So let's get into the development of Dark Souls. Yes. Initial design of Dark Souls had begun with a few key concepts. Do you know what any of those were? I know it was something about gods. They wanted something like kind of Greek mm-hmm. god style. Yeah, that was something they, they always worked towards. That they, was a guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it sort of is. It's, well, the seven souls, isn't it, essentially? That kind of thing. Is it seven or is it five? No, four. Right. Four, then one gets broken into two and becomes a... Where the pygmy and... Yeah, yeah. Because you've got Pinwheel and... It, Pinwheels gives you a soul, doesn't he? I can't remember. Because I know you've got... We know this game real well. Because <laughs> you've got Nito. Yeah. Boy, that's Nito. Nito! Um, skelly man. Have you seen the little comic where it's like, uh, Nito, can I have like one of your skeletons? You've yeah. got so many. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, a talking skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got Nito. You've got um, Four Kings. Yeah. You've That's one of Gwyn's souls, though. Because Gwyn gave part of his soul to the four kings to see the scaleless. See the... Uh, and something else. 
so yeah. fucking grim. There's so much like there's loads. There's bullshit. so many characters and lore behind them all, but the lore doesn't really. Well, we'll actually, we'll get we'll into get, the lore. Yeah. We'll get That's, into that in a, in a couple of minutes. It's a whole other thing. Um, yeah. So I was saying about the initial design behind it, the game would be exploring the themes that Miyazaki put forward because he he had quite a penchant for reading English literature, like yes. Western stories, like fantasy stories, but he couldn't actually read properly at that point when he was young. So he'd have to miss out sections of the books before he could figure out everything. He made them up himself. Yeah, so he'd he'd make up stories, connecting it all through. And that sort of reflected how you learn about the characters through the game, where you learn about them through the items or through different descriptions of different things you collect. Um, So he wanted to create a world that was sort of inspired by that. Um, his three themes that they wanted to stick to at that point was high fantasy, uh, f- fantasy, fantasy, high fantasy <laughs> of like kings and knights, which would inspire <clears throat> the huge like connected world of all the kingdom that you're inhabiting and when you're playing. Lord Ran. Oh, Lord Ran. The second is death and darkness. And finally, purgatory and flames, which would inspire the gameplay and the mechanics of the games like yeah. as you're actually playing. Because it's very much the world is stuck in purgatory, like in this cyclical process of the, the great flame lighting and extinguishing and that's yeah. what it keeps bringing well, it back the undead what? so it never was it that it never really extinguishes because people have to keep sacrificing themselves yeah yeah that's so right. they were trying to stop it extinguishing yes and then it all goes tits up as always, always every time always yeah 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 in every game right i want to go back go back let me take you back let me take you back on a journey so when i first started this game like so i'd been lent this by an old bandmate under the the pretense that it was very hard and he was like it's it's hard and i'm like baby do you know me making eyebrows <laughs> yeah making those eyebrows well your patreon guys go and see the eyebrows um i was like that's fine like i'm up for a challenge because i was getting sick of easy games that's the thing yeah i wanted a challenge i hate this handholdy bullshit like i grew up with Mega Man, baby shit's hard well, you don't really, you don't really need your hand holding at that point because it's literally just like a corridor. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a challenging corridor. Yeah, it was not nice. Those like corridors are corridor up and down, filled with knives. Yeah, there's a little thing that's chewing peas at you. Dicks, dicks, dick peas. <laughs> no, I didn't mean. To... Wait, what? <laughs> sure. <up>. Sorry. <laughs> oh god. So, when you start the game, you you sort of you entered with this melancholic intro and like a somber piano as you enter what. I'm not going to... You enter a character creation screen and I can 100% guarantee that this is not the part of the game that won it so many awards because the character creation screen is like the most complex, random fucking thing where you make the most plasticine-looking motherfuckers you yeah. could ever make. And it goes... Boo, do, 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 yeah. do, 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 and it's great. Yeah, that's pretty much the theme for that entire part. It's like yeah. six notes. Yeah, it just Oops. keeps going. Yeah. Keeps going. Um, and no matter how much you try, you'll never be able to make a face that looks like a human. <laughs> no, I try and go as the, like outlandish as possible. Yeah, just make it really weird. Every time. Every time. Yeah, I like pulling the sliders like as far as you can. So like really stretching out yeah. the cheekbones and the chin right down. Yeah. Changing the skin to like, be, like blue. And... Really weird stilt skin. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever play uh, The Sims 3? No. Oh, maybe a Sims tiny 2. bit. It was, it was either Sims 2 or Sims 3. I can't remember which it was. Um, me and Will from one of the previous episodes used to play it when we were kids. And we found a way of making it that you could make the Sims faces as extreme as you wanted. <laughs> because you could say, for example, we uh, we took this part of the person's face, like their mandible, the chin, the mouth and the nose, and we'd drop it down. So you can only drop it down so far on the slider. But if you clicked out and clicked a preset for their eyes and put that to default... This would stay where it was, but the slider would go back to the bottom. Oh, that's amazing. So you could then slide it again, and you could drop the chin down to like halfway down the torso. <laughs> and we did it so far that it stuck out the back of this woman's ankles. <laughs> that's amazing. And uh, we stretched the cheeks right out, and then of the other person, they had a baby, and then the baby that came out looked like a yacht. <laughs> it had like a giant like sail head, and like yeah, it was really fucking that's cool. Awesome. I love that game. So, right, so that's how you do character creation well. Dark Souls needs to no, needed to learn from that. It's got better now. Yeah, it's still you don't you're always wearing armor, so yeah, so you don't no really, really see. Cares. And the character you make when you first get into the game, you're undead and you don't look like anything you've just made. So you start yeah. the game and you're like, why does my character look like that? Yeah, you look like, um, what's the beef jerky? Yeah, or a raisin, or petrified wood. <laughs> 
It depends. Excuse me, you look like petrified wood. <laughs> yeah, you do. Get yeah. away from me, scoundrel. Scoundrel, petrified. <laughs> yeah, you do, you do, yeah. I don't even know. It's not good, the character creation screen, but there you go. Do you want to tell us a bit of lore, Jordan? Can we get into some lore? I think before we do lore, we have to talk about how you actually play the game. Yeah, let's because do a bit of game. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I can hear banging. I don't know if that's like for our house. Um, Someone downstairs. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, well, it's fine. If so. we're dead, I'm sorry. <laughs> if we're dead, we're dead. GG. GG. Um, so playing the game mm-hmm. is, well, Dark Souls wouldn't have come to PC, which is why I played it, um, without the help of Total Biscuit, who passed away a year and a bit ago, two years, maybe less, maybe more. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he, he passed away, but he kind of rallied all the gamers around the world and got them to memory card full. Shit. Sorry, I always have to end it there. That's fine. Uh, so he rallied all these people around and got them to say they wanted Dark Souls on PC. Mm-hmm. So he did that. We got it on PC, which was great. Uh, but it was possibly the worst port that's ever been seen. So we then had to, or I say we, a modder by the name of Peter, I think it's Durante uh, Tommen. Durante. He had to create the now famous... <laughs> uh, DS fix so players could actually do it he did this really quick as well didn't he oh it was out within like I think a day yeah maybe hours I think it was 22 hours I think I remember hearing yeah and it worked incredibly well and it made the game playable Um, <laughs> well done Durante yeah it's just so strange that the port was that bad I know I know that's pretty much the, how to play it you can now get the remastered version which okay. came out a year ago yeah, and you can't get the original version anymore on PC. No, they did give you a discount, though, if you did have the original. Yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you should have the option, but I'd, I feel like people would buy the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. It should be their own fault, drama, but you can always, you can always like ask Steam to give you a refund, and they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Steam's refund policy, by the way, amazing. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. It works incredibly well. Dark Souls lore is really awkward, purely for the fact that the game's this incredibly rich atmospheric uh just insanely beautiful environment Mm -hmm. with all these different areas and they're all very different and they're all great but the game doesn't give you any lore it gives you very limited amounts and all of it's through like very limited dialogue trees Mm -hmm. or not even trees just dialogue characters straight dialogue yeah um but each character's only got like a maximum of maybe 20 25 voice lines if not even that sometimes that's it So there's not a lot there. Um, The the rest of it kind of comes from item descriptions. Yeah, it does. So you've literally got to go into an item, check the description, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not... And considering it's so difficult to get some items, you just miss loads of stuff. Yeah, you do. You miss loads. But I've got to give a big shout out. Obviously, I don't know this guy, but I I know his videos, and he's incredible. If you love Dark Souls, you'll know Varty Bidger. Just Google If you don't know him and you love Dark Souls, go check him out on YouTube. Yeah, he's got... just does an incredible job of researching, getting videos together, mm-hmm. um, getting all the gameplay to make it look like all the situations are playing out. That and his voice is like smooth as silk. Screamy buttermilk. It is. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it is. He's really good. So if you want to know anything about law, that'd be great. Uh, he's. I couldn't recommend him enough as well. Do you want to know my favorite bit of law? Go. Well, my favourite bit of jokey lore. Okay. Which I put under misc. I misc. think you know what this is. Oh, the pendant. So, in the game, there was yeah. an item called the pendant. Yeah, you can start with a, a gift, can't you, when you create yeah. a character, yeah. And one of the creators of Dark Souls says you, t- you should either start with no items or the pendant. So, the pendant was thought to be, and w- it wasn't just people making this shit up. They'd been told like, in interviews... It had been like, yeah, use the pendant. It's going to do something cool. So this started like weeks and months worth of people fucking about, trying to hit every wall, trying to roll through stuff, trying to do dialogue, trying to use weapon combinations, trying to do everything to try and get this pendant to do something. Yeah, because it must work somewhere. Yeah. So that was a fucking lie. <laughs> it didn't work anywhere. So it yeah. turns out, and the director of, of the game said, and I quote on this, when it comes to the pendant, I actually had a little bit of an intention to do to play a little prank. <laughs> just a prank, he bro. He just wanted to fuck with people. Yeah. yeah. These people lost hours. Like it's their own fault. Like it's a game. Yeah. But it fucking fair play. Yeah, good. It's dedication for good trying that much. Job. Buddy. I, I always thought that the pendant to get into the DLC. That's Do you remember? That's uh is it not a doll? 
No, that's to get into the painting. There's oh, a pendant you old, get from... Yeah. Where is it from now? In the, the Duke's golems. archives. Yeah, they've got the crystal golem. And then you've got to do the... Uh, it's called now the Hydra. Dark Basin. Yeah, and get down get past behind. the Hydra. I always thought that pendant that you got was initially meant to be the pendant. So if you started be. with that, then you could get into the DLC. That'd be kind of cool because you'd have to yeah. restart and, and do then a it new got character. changed later on down the day down that the could line. Be cool. So I'll maybe like the initial pendant you were supposed to be able to use, and they thought actually that's a bit too hard. But they'd already said all this stuff about the pendant, yeah. so we'll just put another pendant in and just ah fuck it. Yeah, no, that's that's a good shout. Yeah. I like that. I think from a, a game design point of view, that was why I think might have happened. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm trying to think what's my favorite bit of lore. I think the Kirk thing we were talking about before. Yeah. That's really cool. So Kirk is the Knight of Thorns. Mm -hmm. And if, yeah, it, this is only going to make sense if you've played the game. Mm -hmm. The One of the sisters, uh, so you've got Quailag and Quailana. Mm -hmm. I would say Quailava. Quailava. No, she's around lava. Nah, she creates Quailava. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's basically blind and deaf, yes. I think. And, and half spider. Yeah, and she's just kind of like encased in this wall and she can't move or anything like that. She's a firekeeper. So yeah. you go to her with firekeeper souls and mm -hmm. she'll make the uh, your Estus better. Firekeepers look after the, the greater bonfires, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is that she's basically dying. So Kirk, who wears this like spiked armor, um, he invades other people's worlds, kills them, takes their humanity, which is what makes you human. Yeah, so before you know this bit, you, you just think he's a bit of a bastard. Yeah, pretty much. This guy just turns up in like all black plate armor covered in thorns and just rolls into you with a spiked sword and shield yeah. to kill you, to take your soul away. Yeah, and it turns out he's trying to keep her alive. Yeah, he's trying to give souls to this Quilana because she's a, a good witch. She is, yeah. and I can't remember what the reason is for it, and I wish I did. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so it's something really tragic, and it's really it's sad. Very the whole world of Dark Souls is pretty fucking yeah. tragic. But I think most people don't realize as well when they start playing it, like I didn't, is mm -hmm. that there are so many little side quests. Yeah, it's loads. Everything's yeah. unmarked. Yeah. So it's literally just like, oh, I did this wrong. I don't get this option now. So to get Kirk's armor, you have to go through a ridiculous amount of work. Yeah, yeah. It's not straightforward. It doesn't just appear every time. You've got to do stuff. Mm -hmm. But the sad part is that when you kill him, you need to go back to where Quailana is and walk over to the end of the corridor. Yeah. And his body will be there because he's mm -hmm. managed to make his way back to her. Yeah. You'd assume to apologize. And it's heartbreaking. Yeah, heartbreaking. So yeah. you've then got to choose whether you want to... Like, it doesn't impact the game, but you make that conscious decision. Do you want to take over what he did and actually help her? Yeah, then you or, can start helping and invading other people's worlds. Or do you just want to kill her? Yeah, but rather misery. It's, it's hard choices, and you can actually get a the one of the gifts at the start of the game, which is the old witch's ring. If you start with that, you can actually talk to her. Yeah, she's not a mute if you have that, and that's another thing. It's a gift that you might not get. Yeah, but so you don't know what it does no, until no. you get to that point. That's the thing. A lot of the game design in Dark Souls is that if you're taking chances on what will affect things down the line, it's very much like real life in such a way that if you make this choice, you don't know how it's going to affect you. Yeah, halfway through your storyline, you know. And I, I, I love it for that. I think that's really interesting. Well, yeah, it's again, it's the, the lack of hand-holding. It mm -hmm. doesn't say, here's what this item does no, no. or what you'll need it for. And you've just got to kind of hope because you might take that ring and wear it the entire time thinking something's going to happen and not know she's mute because of that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. other people like, will say, oh, yeah, I didn't get anything out of her. And you're there like, I did. She spoke to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm so cool. And then you realize. I'm like, so special. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't you think that's a bold design choice, though? Oh, incredibly. Like, that wouldn't have worked five years ago. No, not five years ago. People five would years be like, pre previous. What the fuck's this about? Yeah. Like, this, this is obviously broken. She just doesn't talk. The voice file might be missing. People would just be thinking it's something that doesn't work correctly. Yeah. It is um, it is a strange design choice. It is. It's not that it's so much... It's... I wouldn't say weird, because weird implies that there's something wrong with it. Yeah. It is just strange. Yeah, it is. It's like, odd. they know exactly what they're doing, mm -hmm. and they've done something correctly, but in a strange way. Yeah. I always felt that the game was... Because, like, you, you've got the the premise of the world here. Do you, do you want to just tell us the, the quick premise that you've got written? Um, 
Yeah, so the story is that the Age of Fire, which is the thing that basically, obviously, being a human, you know that fire is something we need mm-hmm. for warmth. Um, it's basically dying out, so the world's going to be plunged into darkness. It doesn't really give much more of an explanation other than you know that that's bad mm-hmm. because, again, you are a human. Yeah. Um, but you then get basically freed by uh, a knight of... Is it Oscar of Karim? Astora. Astora, sorry. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Karim. Is Karim is... um. What's his face? The bad one. Uh, guy in the gold armor. Sean Pertwee. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. Fuck, what's it? Lautrec. Lautrec. Um, so you get freed by Oscar, and then he basically throws a key and just lets you go. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of dies. Yeah. Gives uh, you an Estus flask for health potions and sends you on your merry way. Yeah, th- it doesn't really... It kind of... It starts your uphill battle against everything Lordran can kind of throw at you. Yeah, it does. Which is... As a premise, it sounds kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But it sets you up in this kind of like everything just feels so dark and helpless because you've not got someone showing you what to do. The person who freed you dies within minutes. Yeah. And it's like, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This is me now, I guess. Yeah. And then you get taken away by a giant crow. You do, which might be Velka the god. Oh, really? That's a bit of a rumor. So is it Greek mythology they pull from? Because it doesn't seem very... It's, It's a combination. It's like Greek, Celtic... Because it's it's all about the great trees that are around, like the tree of life, which is Norse. Yeah, so there's, I meant there's a lot Norse. Of sorry, <laughs> my well. bad. I meant Norse, not yeah, Greek. Yeah. Apologies. Well, he's kind of like Zeus, though, isn't he? Yeah, but I, it's it's such a weird. Again, it's such a strange mishmash of different mm-hmm. things. It is, yeah. It's yeah, so from the start of the game. You you're pretty much dropped into it without warning. Yeah, like, you're always on the back foot. Yeah, the first few enemies straight away give you challenge don't they? Like the the little zombie guys. The hollows, yeah. Yeah, they sort of attack you very quickly and you're still very much like, oh fuck, I don't really know what I'm doing. You've got to learn the timing of your attacks. Like the, the execution of the gameplay is something that's very in-depth. Like you've got to learn almost like your own wind-up time for how long you take to attack yeah. and how long the enemies take to attack to come at you as well. And uh, from there, you sort of, you find, well, that's when you find your first bonfire, isn't it, in the asylum. So you get your little like it's got a really nice sound when you light your bonfire yeah and that's sort of well it's not sort of that is your safe checkpoint areas yeah when you rest at the bonfire that's sort of your only point of any kind of safety in the game brief respite yeah yeah from the rest of it it is so you even can't be invaded there which we haven't even spoke about invasions really yet other than oh, kirk there's so much more to go for yes it's from from there, you f- you walk into this giant big room and this giant fast demon jumps down from the roof, and that's sort of the first boss that's just like, "Whap, I'm here!" And then let's go. You try and hit it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, you do like two damage, and you don't realize that you're not even supposed to fight it. You just got to work out that you're supposed to run off to the side and find a corridor and leave, and then you you work yourself up vertically back above it, don't you? So yeah. you can like drop down onto it when you find your weapons. When you find your weapons, and well, no, you don't really find any armor, do you? No, you start in your armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the start of the game, it tells you what weapons you start with. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always start what? deprived. Really? I'm mad. Yeah. Madness. Wow. What That's a challenge. Sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you basically, it tells you what weapons you start with, but you spawn without them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing mm-hmm. because you're obviously like, what the fuck? Yeah, I chose all this stuff. I made my character look like this and none of it is what I just chose. Yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's like, well, did you play Phantom Pain? Yes, yeah. Where you make your character at the start, yeah. and it's not relevant. Yeah. And you you forget about it. Yeah. And then the ending comes up, and you're like, oh, I've not yeah. got to the end yet. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'll probably play it. It's a bit of a long game. I don't have that much time at the moment. Yeah. So do you, do you want to know the spoilers? We can put a spoiler warning. Tell me after the show. Okay. Tell me after the show, because I don't want listeners to get annoyed about it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, the way the world's designed of Dark Souls is one of the most impressive things. Like it's it's not just like an outward plane of castles, like what a lot of RPG games would be. It's a lot more vertical, isn't it? Yeah. You always like build up and then back round and down back to where you've already connected. Have you seen the maps that people have made leading into different areas? Yes. It's it's crazy how small the map actually is yeah, because yeah. they squeeze so much in. They do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of narrative built into each area. They're very good at building details into the map that sort of inform you about the area. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you like like stuff with that they're burning undead bodies in the undead asylum? On the, sorry, the undead parish. Yeah. And you're like, well, why? what's happening with the undead now? And it's because of the curse. Because of this undead curse that keeps bringing people back. And one of my... Well, I mean, the map extends massively from like the lower part, from like Blight Town, where you'll get some atrocious um, frame rate issues oh, God. for a lot of people. In the in the the new remastered version, it's not as bad, but yeah, you get a bit chuggy down there. Anything don't you? to do with water or mm-hmm. animated liquid fucks mm-hmm. the game. So as soon as you get into on PC the um, the walkway, do you know like the aqueduct that goes from? Yeah, yeah. The Undead Parish to uh, Phalanx Shrine. Mm-hmm. That awful frame rate. Really? Yep. Always just giggity Fox loads of games over here. No, I didn't know that. I'd, I've never struggled with that bit. Is that just on PC that you struggle with that? Yes, yeah. mainly. Yeah, PC is a little bit broken, wasn't it? And then eventually you get all the way up to that, the, the world of the gods, which is called Anor Londo, which is it's essentially Valhalla, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's like a castle up above the rest of the world, looking down. And it's an amazing place. Like the architecture and the design of the world is it's beautiful. Like it, it's based on um the Il Duomo in Milan. And this is where Gwyn lives, who's like we said before, is essentially Zeus. Sorry, we just touched knees. Oh yeah. baby fancy. <laughs> um and it's got some wonderful arches, doesn't it? Oh fuck off. I yeah. hate him. That's like the worst arches. part of the game. It's yeah, this is one of the most notorious parts that they have these archers firing giant dragon arrows off what are buttresses, aren't they? They're like yeah. ar- arches and you walkway. But. but I said but. Buttresses and arches that they just knock you off all the time and you've got to try and run up this really thin yeah. walkway while they're shooting arrows at you and then parry them to knock them off. And yeah. Oh, it's just hard. how leveled you are at that point. You can't really hurt them that badly. No, no. And if you haven't been practicing parrying... Yeah. You're pretty much fucked at that point. Yeah. Well, going back to the kind of the beauty of the world, mm-hmm. it's cool that anywhere you see, you can pretty much go. Yeah, that's real. There's hardly yeah. any situations where it's like, I want to go there. It's like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah, you'll find some way of getting to any castle or undescript place you can see in the distance and there will be things there that will kill you. Yeah. yeah. It's even down to like going through Sen's Fortress. It's like uh, this like broken... Like a fun house of knives yeah. and swinging oh, blades. fucking awful. Uh, yeah. We say that stuff's awful, or I do anyway, yeah. uh, but that doesn't mean that I hate it. It just means that that part's extra challenging. It's challenging to overcome, especially if you don't find like the hidden bonfire in Sen's Fortress, yeah. which I never did. Really? Yeah. Jesus. I just kept running all the way to the top every time. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel bad ages. now. Yeah. I did, did it eventually, and now I'm like a boss at Sen's Fortress, so yeah, it's all right. I still remember how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it never leaves you. No, no. There's loads to explore down at the bottom as well, isn't there? It's like, yeah, that's how you find Big Hat Logan. Yes. Yeah. He's in a cage. He is. He's funny. I like him. He's also called that because he's got a giant big hat. Yeah. And then when he goes hollow, he takes off all his clothes apart from the hat. Yeah. And then when you kill yeah. him, you get the hat, don't you? Yeah. I always used to wear that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's a big hat. It's a big hat. I like big hats. I'm a big hat. And, oh, I need a big man. I'm a big Wait, man. I'm a big man. I need a big hat. <laughs> it's the wrong way around. Yeah, sorry, I know what you meant. Um, so what's your like overall experience of the game? What do you like remember most from it? Um, I remember trying to go through the graveyard instead of oh, so <laughs> instead of to fucking undead parish. Yeah, that's that's a challenging way to progress. Yeah, I realised after a while, but I did make some decent progress. Me too. Sorry, I'm eating M and M's now. Uh, but yeah, uh, is that and the Sif fight? The witch because fight. the Sif. Oh, the Sif fight. Because Sif starts limping when you hurt it enough, and that sucks, and it made me feel bad. Yeah. I wanted it to surrender. I was like, give up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he was holding out his M and M's for ages, so I just so whacked him from underneath. Fair, I got all but one. Yeah. Oh. Never mind. I'll try harder next time. <laughs> Just chuck the whole packet on you. Uh, I don't know what's my favourite bit. I actually read a cool quote from one of the game's designers. It's called Daisuke Uchiyama. And he said, we want the players to scream, yell, and be frustrated. You know what, Daisuke? Fuck you! It worked! <laughs> it's fucking hard. Uh, I think beating the Four Kings was one of my most interesting points fuck the four kings man it's, i hate it that was so hard um it's this point in the game where it's like a flooded city called new londo which is underneath one of the main areas where you start 
And at the, at the start, you can't even get through because there's ghosts down there. And obviously, you can't hit ghosts. You sword just go through them. Transient curse. You've got to get a, basically a curse. That's an item that you use to curse yourself for a certain amount of time that lets you interact with ghosts. And eventually, you can find this part where you can let all the water out of the flooded city. And the entire floor of the city is just bodies, isn't it, man? And you find this tower that leads down. And it's like a spiral tower that goes underground. And it keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. And at the bottom, is just pitch black. It's just darkness dropping down. And you stood there. I can imagine all the wind. Oh, scary sounds. And if you just drop off there, you'll die. And that's it. You'll start back at your bonfire. Yeah. You're dead. And you're like, what the fuck's this about? It seems like there's nothing down there. Until you get to a certain point in the game where you fight Sif, which was Jordan's favourite bit you just mentioned, which is interesting. This wasn't planned to be connected no, to yours either. This no, is quite no, cool. No. And when you eventually beat this this thing called Sif, which is a giant wolf holding a sword in its mouth, and the sword is from its master, who is Artorius, who is the Abyss Walker. So when you kill the wolf, you find the ring of Artorius. The seal of Artorius. Yeah, it's the seal of Artorius. Is it the seal or bond? No, yeah, the, um, the bond... Oh, Seal of Artorius is it's the one to you buy. In. Yeah, to get in through to where the grave is. Or is it the Abyss- Abyssal Bond, I think? Abyssal Bond. You, you get a ring that he wore to help him walk in the Abyss. And now that you've got that ring, it means that you can go down through that tower and you can drop off into the Abyss underneath. And instead of falling to your death, you'll land in the blackness. And it just looks like there's nothing there. And then it just comes up saying, The Abyss. And you're like, all right, okay, this is going to be fun. Yay. And then suddenly, boss fight. And then this giant, like, silver... Man, pretty and much, Mercury, isn't it? Is it? Aren't they? Yeah, they're like they're made out of almost leaves and petals or feathers that curve round that are made of silver and steel. They're weird, and you start fighting it like any normal boss, and he's giant and he's casting magic shit with a giant jagged sword, which you can't dodge. You can't dodge. You just got to run, and it keeps chasing you for about thirty seconds, and then another one pops up, and then another one pops up. You, there can actually be more than four. Oh, really? I thought you only ever got to four. No, there can be more. Oh, shit. It depends how long it takes. So they, they essentially they share a health bar, don't they? They share mm-hmm. this, this collective health that once you get past a quarter, the one that you're hitting will die. Yeah. And then the next one progresses. But, but that one can respawn again. So you can always have four or more on the go while you're trying to fight this thing. You're trying to kill them faster they can spawn. Yeah, basically. That's and that, that was the boss that had me screaming at the TV. Like, when I beat you, I was just like, fuck you, I did yeah. it. Like, I was so shaky and sweaty. But that, like, rush of adrenaline, I don't think I've ever had from another game. No, me neither. Not like that. Yeah, most people have to try and cheese that. They just yeah. put on the heaviest armor they have and yeah, just try do. and, like, poise through. Yeah, just try and take, just sponge the damage. and. Yeah, because they... It's such a weird attack pattern and such a weird magic usage mm-hmm. that you can't really dodge it. Not you really. You just gotta no. kind of try and power through. And when it spins to do that blast yeah. magic, you just gotta run. Just get out of the way. Fat roll away. Fat roll. Yeah. Flump. Just uh, fucking hit the floor. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like you've dropped loads of cutlery. It does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Uh, so, what's your? What, what were you saying about the the visuals of the game before? What's your favorite armor? Um. Maybe it's it's annoying because I hate Dark Souls too. But mm-hmm. my favorite armor is probably the Faramnite set. It is really good that. Uh, but it, other if it has to be Dark Souls one, probably Elite Knight. That is very cool. Or Chester's. Chester. Chester. Oh, well, I love Chester. Yeah. So I love Chester, and it's like top hat and his mask. The mask. He, he's very much it's like trench coat. Bloodborne. He is. Yeah. And it, it's funny actually. I think those universes are actually connected, even though they've never said that they are. Because when you're in the, the Hunter's Dream in Bloodborne, sorry, this is a, a bit of a sidetrack, guys, to into another game, but if you've played Dark Souls, I presume you've played Bloodborne. When you're in the Hunter's Dream, if you look out into the area where you are, you can see all the arch trees. Really? Yeah. Ooh. So the Hunter's Dream could just be outside of the Tomb of Giants. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And then he says, Chester, when you meet him, it's this guy you find the DLC. And the DLC is actually set in the past, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which is a really interesting thing we'll get to in a moment about the lore, because that's probably my favorite bit of lore. Uh, Chester said he's been dragged in from another time by that great hand. Yeah. Like you get dragged in through a portal as well. So it seems that like Bloodborne just takes place just a little further in the future than Dark Souls is. Because mm. he's dressed the same. He's got like a hunter's garb on and he has the crossbow things. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Yes. So my favorite bit of lore 
what would it be? Okay, yes, uh, it's definitely from the DLC, I think. So in the DLC, you go back in time to a place called Ulaseel to follow Artorius, because Artorius is this character that through the the entire game of Dark Souls, you've heard loads about him. That he's this Abyss Walker and went off to fight the Abyss and he's won. He's the hero. He's the the main hero of the game, but he never returned from this journey. But he must have succeeded. Change answer. Artorius's armor. Really? Yeah. Sorry, it's really bad. good. Yeah, the Wolf Knight armor. Yeah. Um. So he he says that. Well, the legend said that he never came back, but he must have beat the Abyss because the Abyss never got to Lordran. So. Mm, that says yeah. he must have done it so you do all this stuff with this crazy other pendant that's not the pendant that you thought you needed from the start of the game and get dragged through a portal by this giant hand covered in teeth which is fucking gross yeah it's really grim i hate that picture you see like teeth growing out of things that shouldn't have teeth yeah well did you know mimic mimics teeth are made out of fingers they are fingers yeah so they grab you fucking and grim yeah mimics are these treasure boxes that open up and eat you it's fucking horrible. The first time that happens, you're just like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? No, thank yeah. you. And they've got this really gross laugh, which you can hear here. <laughs> there you go. Add that in later. Add that in post. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you you go into Ulaseel just after you meet this marvelous chest that we, was, we were mentioning about a second ago. You actually fight Artorius pretty early on in the DLC. And he's a pretty challenging fight. Yeah, he's not easy. It took me a few months to do it, and I had to be naked with a great sword so I could be fast enough, but also hit hard enough to do anything. My dad walked in just like, what the fuck are you playing? It's <laughs> like cartwheeling around. What are you doing? Are you, like, cooking meth? Yeah. Yes, get out, Dad. Yeah. and Easier to explain. Yeah, it is, yeah. It was way easier to explain until he got into Dark Souls, and then he loved it. Um, and then you, you beat Artorius, and he's, like, the first boss in the DLC, so you're like, well... This guy looks pretty abyssy, if, uh, if I'm honest. He's a bit, like, riddled with the abyss, isn't he? And gooby. Ugh. Yeah, and he's, yeah. like, he, sl- he does Don't his move right. Ugh. Ugh. Slaps you with his, like, gloomy broken arm and, like, juice flies out, doesn't it? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Getting really the descriptive words this time. And so you, you kill him and you're like, well, he looked like he'd been taken by the abyss. And then around the rest of the world, you sort of find that the abyss is still existing in Ulaseel. And you work your way down through the level and you eventually find Manus, which is the, they call the father of the abyss, who's the owner of the giant hand that's dragged yeah. you and Marvelous Chester in. And you're the one who kills him. Yeah, and you can also get help from Baby Sif. You can, yeah. The wolf, you can save him, which is the guy we mentioned getting the ring from in the future. And a really nice thing is if you do it in that order, Sif recognizes you. Yeah, and he's upset. Yeah, and he doesn't want to fight you, but he does anyway. And yeah, so my favorite bit of lore that is that the legend of Artorius wasn't actually about Artorius. It was about you. Yeah. Because you were the one who beat, beat the Abyss. But just because Artorius didn't come back, they all thought it was him. Yeah. Well, have you had Calamite as well? Yeah, Black did Dragon you have, Calamite. Did you ever beat Calamite? Yes. It took I me a long I time. Yeah, I got I got his tail off and got the sword as well. It's, yeah. re- it's an amazing sword. It, well, if you ever play this, make sure to cut all the, the tails off any enemies you find. You usually get a special weapon. But yeah, that was... I never did that. It's very hard. But he's basically the big bad of that. Yeah, he is. So he's worse than Manus. I never beat Manus properly. I, I beat Manus, but I never beat Calamite. Yeah, all the way around. I, I had to cheese that by standing outside of the area and shooting arrows down at him and then dropping down and one-shotting him. Wow. Yeah. I've lost a little bit of respect for it. I'm joking. Has skills. <laughs> yeah. Pro gamer move. Gamer strats. Yeah, it was, it was hard. That was... No, yeah, I completely understand. Just, as soon as you drop down into that area, he's on you. And it's like, you just can't do anything. On you like a tramp on chips. Yeah, exactly. Like a bad suit. <laughs> cheap suit. Cheap suit. Are they all on the chips? No. All over it like a cheap suit. Oh, okay. Right. I don't, sorry. <laughs> all on it like hair, hair on soap. I like that one. <laughs> All on it, like me on my dick. Yeah, on my own. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite part of the world in Dark Souls? Uh, favorite part of the world. Probably. I'm not sure. Um, gameplay wise, Ulaseel mm-hmm. Township because that's where I invade people. I fucking hate that bit when people invade you. So annoying. Well, there's a lot of people there because yeah, they yeah. keep getting invaded. So that's yeah. where I go to fuck people they about. Keep getting stuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Either that or Analondo. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I do like Analondo actually. Yeah, I hate being there, but I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the design of the whole world that was really cool. Maybe, maybe, painted world. That was actually the first area that was made. Is it? Ah. That was what they made for the demo. Yeah. Isn't that what Dragon's Eerie is in Dark Souls Two? That's what it's based off of. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to have a look through that. I'm not yeah. sure. I know that that painted world was the first thing they made, and that was why they sort of added it on as an extra thing because they had it all there. Yeah. And that's why it's quite well designed, even though it's just like a random side bit. Yeah. It's cool that you can just miss it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole extra part of the game. Found a accident. Yeah. You can even go back to the um the under the asylum. A lot of people miss that. Yeah, because you need yeah. to get the... Is that where you get that's the rusted you, iron ring? Uh, yeah, and that's where you actually get the doll to go into yeah. the painting. That's why so many people miss it. You have to curl up in the bird's nest for like more than a minute. It's probably like two minutes in it. You curl up in a little ball and you just wait. You wait long enough and the bird picks you up and carries you back. Yeah, it's like, fine. Fine, I'm not doing, doing it. it. I'm not a taxi. I ain't doing it. Not doing it. Not doing it. Fine. Ah! And then it takes you. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? How did you do that? That's my crow noise. Do you like that? Mate. Ah. <laughs> I, okay. I always do that when I'm like, I'm with Helen and we see like a load of like a murder of crows sat at the side of the road. I'll do that. I'll just walk up ah. and they'll all look at me like, <gasps> they're like, give me a side eye. Like, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you just call me? Yeah. My you mother was a saint. <laughs> you big pasty bitch. <laughs> you bitch. I once, uh, I had a, a friend crow called Dave. We shared donuts. Oh man, uh, they remember station. people. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tore off a piece of my donut and like chucked it on the floor, and it was like, oh yeah, I fucking love this. I gave it a bit more, and then like I put it closer to myself, and then eventually I put it in my hand, and I thought it might just come over and just like peck it out of my hand. It just fucking jumped into my hand and just ate it. So I just stood up and I was just holding this crow, but there was no one around, <laughs> and I was like, someone needs to see this. <laughs> and, yeah, there's no one there. Take a selfie, and yeah. they's like, no, no pictures, no pictures, no thank you. And then I had to uh, get my train. I had to leave him. I was like, come on, Dave, get off. Fucking get, fucking get off. Gave him the rest of my donut, though. Oh, Like a bus. Mate. I've never seen him again. And they died. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was Diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. Yeah. There was a crow that um, this little girl kept feeding. Mm. And they, they do, they recognize you. And they'll tell other crows that you're nice. Yeah. Or they'll tell you to stay away if you're nasty. And this girl lost, I think she lost a bracelet. Yeah, and it brought it back to her. That yeah, so they bring car cool. keys and shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it, which they, is amazing. Those, they kept bringing her toys every day. She'd find new toys on a on the bird table outside. That's so cool. Yeah, like little. Oh, I'll befriend a crow. Yeah, I'd love to get one. We should get like a podcast crow. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's... never get anything done though. Just I'm not like, crows in the background <laughs> like wings. <laughs> <flapping> <laughs> <around>. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. I like that. What we call it? Mm. We'd have to call it Velka. I was thinking more like. Bert. Fucking quadroon. Quadroon. I don't know why quadroon, just quad damage. Quad damage. Yeah, from Doom. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Call it Phil Swift, because yeah. that's a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah we call it Phil Swift, actually. Yeah, because Swift is a bird also. Yeah, man. We need down. to get a fucking Swift, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll get a Swift as well. We'll do that. Um, I'm get a Suzuki, Phil Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and then crush it. Yeah, crush all... it Never mind, I'm sorry. I saw this bird in half. <laughs> I think my favorite part of the world. I think mine might be Anolando. I actually quite like Blight Town. I know a lot of people don't. Yeah. But I like the design of it that it's built underneath all the archways that are holding up the castles above it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I get it. And it's all like wooden makeshift. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's pretty cool. I can see why you'd like it. And I would have liked to have seen more of Lost Isolith. That would have been really which cool. Is, it's part of a world that they didn't have enough time to put more into it. They just made the enemies, like, scaled them down. Yeah. And did they give them less health or do you, are you just stronger at that point? I think I th- you're just stronger, aren't you? I think they've got a bit less health. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you are really strong by that point. You might be right, actually. Because it'd be a good indication of like, look how far you've come. Yeah. You can one hit these now. Because that's like where all the demons come from, isn't it? Capra demon and Taurus. Taurus, Taurus demon. Yeah. It has the, Dark Souls has this, it's prone to just dropping bosses on you. Like literally at times. Room. Yeah, literally just like the Taurus demon just drops onto a bridge. The Asylum demon just drops into the room. There's one place with a Capra demon where you walk into a little doorway and it's just like, do you like dogs? And it's just like, it's all upon you with dogs like straight away. It's right in front of you. Yeah, there's nothing you can really do in most circumstances unless you get lucky. It's mm-hmm. just like you get stun locked and it smashes you in the face and that's it. Yeah. And you're like, well, never going back in there because there's no benefit. Yeah, but then you need the keys. Yep, and then you realize there's a benefit yeah. and that you're wrong. <laughs> I am wrong. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what's your like the quintessential favorite thing about the Dark Souls experience? If you were gonna like imagine some well probably some of our listeners haven't played it. I know that the Shout Select boys don't like it. They're fucking wrong. Exactly. You're they're, wrong, guys. I guarantee you they're just like unpopular opinioning that yeah. shit. Because there's how could you not like it? Yeah. I, I, I mean, Winstolf just said he couldn't get far in it. And that's fair enough. It is hard. It, it yeah. takes perseverance. You a can't lot of people write don't something like off because you're bad at it, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get on my level. Get my level, bro. 1v1 me. Um, <laughs> I'd win, clearly. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> 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 yeah. If you were like putting this game forward to someone who hasn't played it before, yeah. what would you sell it to him on? Probably... That I would sell it on the difficulty and yeah. not just like it's really hard, get good, do it well. The fact that when you beat it, you have this like obscene sense of accomplishment. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And it's once you've beaten it, you know you can do it again. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you still struggle because you've not fought certain stuff in a while. But once you know you've done it, you can see that immediate. Like if you looked at yourself um, mm. before you finished it, so like 24 hours before in gameplay time. Yeah you can see that incredible difference. Like, yeah, you can, yeah. It's like if you play guitar for a year mm-hmm. and then look back at it when you didn't play any, you can do stuff you couldn't do oh, before. Oh, yeah, you're so, with guitar, you're so bad for so long. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can see that you have improved. Yeah. I love it. It's even... If I can say one, one point of advice from it, I, like I said, I recommend playing it. It's hard. Do persevere, but sleep on it. Yeah. You'll, because you'll tilt hard. When you wake up tomorrow, you'll be 10 times better than you were the day before. Yeah. It's funny how you process it while you sleep. Um, one point I'd like to say is that playing it after playing Sekiro for the past couple of months has ruined my Dark Souls timing. Really? Oh, I, yeah. I got so killed twice by the Taurus Demon this morning. And I think I've been killed by that since my first playthrough. It's real For rolling, it's completely fucked me yeah. over. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, it's not good. So well, I think I feel like they've done that on purpose because now if they release Dark Souls 4, all the players that have now played Sekiro are going to be as bad at Dark Souls again as they were when they first played That's it. That's nice. I like that. That's forward-thinking game design. It levels That's it. everyone. That's impressive, yeah. Um, but I'm annoyed because I was I thinking about <laughs> challenging you to this race thing Yeah. to see who could get past Ornstein and Smo first in one long playthrough. So I might be bad at that. Yeah, no, I've not beat Ornstein and Snow in quite a while. No, me neither. <laughs> Actually, the last time I did it, I beat him first time. Really? On my, uh, the well, first, when I got the you. remaster. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. no, it's such a good game. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to play it again. We'll do it again, right. And uh, that's past an hour, Jordan. Right. So time I think flies when you know what you're talking about. It does indeed. Do you have any weekly recommends for um, listeners this week? Things that were watched and played to recommend to you. I feel like I've already recommended it or one of you did, uh, but I've been playing the absolute shit out of Moonlighter. Yeah. Um, again, recommend. It is, you get past a certain point where you think you've got everything to do in the game. You think you've kind of like, right, it's just more of this now. Mm-hmm. But they add little bits in. Like, I can take orders now. Oh, really? And then I've got to, like, fulfill the orders. <laughs> and cause you always won't look at your, like, diary, like, why does it say that I've got days why does it give me the date and it's because yeah. people request shit when you get a bigger shop so you've got to try and find them and bring them the yeah. items back so i still need two more upgrades in my shop mm-hmm. and they're like crazy expensive yeah, yeah but i'm finally i'm slowly getting there it's really that incremental so can you complete yeah. it or is it so just keep going i think you can fill your catalog and stuff like that i'm not sure yet i need to play it more i've been dying to play it for like 24 hours right but i've not had a chance Don't get me out of the house i've been like, busy leave. Now we've got to record now. Yeah, you've got to do some Let's Please. Bitch. <laughs> um, what's my recommend for this week? I am going to recommend an album this week. And it's going to be Sound Awake by Carnival. Okay. I love that album. So There you go. Go listen to it. Will do. <laughs> yes. Uh, particularly a song called Umbra and All I Know and Simple Boy. They're and the rest, of and the, the rest of the album. It's just, it's a very interesting album. It's an Australian band. The Carnival is spelled K A R N I V O L, not like Carnival. And they're sort of neo prog. So they're not like really proggy. Like if you, it's not if you don't like Opeth and that kind of thing. It's nothing like that. 
they just experiment with unusual time signatures and soundscapey stuff. And sometimes they're very heavy, but they're never screamy. They've always got a clean singer, and he's got an amazing voice and quite a high register. Just check them out. We'll we'll check them out. Yeah. After the, after the show. So, catch on the next episode of Grief Burrito. See you later, guys. Thank Don't you very to much. Check for us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube at the Grief Burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Again, just wanted to say thank you for listening to this week's special Dark Souls episode. As you may know, next week is going to be Spooky Burrito. This will be number six. I think it's number six. Pretty sure it's number six. And this time, it's Jordan's first ever chance to host a Spooky Burrito. So, we think we might put our little poll on Twitter, which will be at Grief Burrito. So you guys can help choose what we cover for that episode. Or maybe give us some ideas. If there's anything spooky that you'd like us to have a look into, we're more than happy to investigate some of our fans' little stories that we've got going on. But anyway, it's time for me to go and do some other stuff. I've got a busy day ahead. So we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening, guys. And we'll see you soon. Goodbye.